For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the Well, welcome in to a Friday edition of the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Glad you're here. Man, we got a busy weekend ahead. There is a lot going on. College football's championship weekend actually begins tonight. Utah and USC will play tonight for the Pac-12 championship. A recruiting weekend. Begins for the football Razorbacks later today. There's a lot going on with the Razorback football team. We're going to hear from Sam Pittman coming up in just a little bit. And there's a basketball game tomorrow afternoon. The Razorbacks will play San Jose State at 3 o'clock at Bud Walton Arena. We'll get Muss's comments on that as we move along as well. As always, we are presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. And if you're a buyer or a seller, you really need to log on to WeikertGriffin.com. And we're also brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. As we mentioned, there's a lot of sports going on this weekend, and if you want all the latest odds, you got to be on the Bet Saracen app. All right, let's start with football. Sam Pittman and his staff, really busy this week. There's not a game to prepare for, but that doesn't mean that they've not been really on the ball this week. Between the transfer portal, which is where it starts, meetings with players, Sam Pittman had a radio show on Wednesday night. It was his last one of the year on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield, and he kind of gave us an update on what's been happening over the last few days. Met with the entire team so far this week. I've had coaches coming in, interviewing for the strength job, go to graduation. We had a lot of stuff going on over the last three days, but you couldn't do this if we were out on the road. And basically, you have to kind of figure out where your roster is, how many scholarships you're going to have. We've had a few kids say they're going to go in the portal, and for the most part, it's right for them. They're not playing, and they need to go find a school they can play at and we'll help them we're waiting on our bowl invite on sunday and 
start practicing then next weekend and got a recruiting weekend this weekend. We're going to be on the road all day Friday, and it's great to be the head hog. You know, next week, Arkansas is going to have a whole bunch of in-home visits. And, you know, right now between the transfer portal, official visits, in-home visits, a bowl bid that's going to come on Sunday afternoon, and depending upon where you go, you've got to get your practice time scheduled, and then you've got to schedule all your in-home visits with recruits around that. Sometimes you're doing that on the same day. There's going to be coaches. Sam Pittman's one of them. They're going to be seeing two, three kids a day next week. What happens over the next two or three weeks is really going to determine what this roster and this team is going to look like next year. In fact, Coach Pittman talked a little bit more and a little more expansively about what may happen, where they are, and where they'd like to be. A lot of conversations with staff. Right now, it's kind of helping us because we kind of can get an idea of who's coming back, who's not coming back, where we need to go. We, we already know some areas that we need to address, and we certainly are on that. The FCS portal came open last week, so we've already offered some guys out of that league. Certainly, you just continue You have to have a plan. You have to have good people, recruiting people that are just like what we were talking about, that they are really good at their job. So you don't have to worry about, okay, well, what's the official visit going to look like and things of that nature. You have to have good people so they can, because we're so busy, be ready in each and every one of these areas. You have to have somebody that's really good in the portal, some bodies. We added three more staff members on each side of the ball so we could be ahead of the portal per se, or ahead of other people in the portal so we can call and talk to somebody and be the first one. We've done that with the FCS, and we're, we're, we're very much anticipating what's going to go on uh, in the portal on Monday. They did get some good news in the transfer portal earlier this week. Jordan Dominic, defensive end, has one year of eligibility remaining because of COVID, decided to come back. That's not insignificant. This is a guy that had six and a half sacks this past season, seven and a half tackles for loss, had that trifecta on that one play where you get the sack, you force the fumble, and then you recover it too. Forced two fumbles total this season. So, you know, that's a quality edge rusher, and that's a guy that's going to give you an opportunity to continue to get better at that. Arkansas got after the quarterback pretty well this year, and Dominic was a big part of that. He kind of had a point in the season where I won't say he drifted, but he didn't get a lot of numbers in terms of sacks and TFLs, and then it kind of picked up again at the end of the year. But I think most of these seniors that have a year of eligibility remaining, I think most of them are going to be back. There will be some that go. You know, Reed Bauer left, and there there may be two or three others. But these guys, if they don't have the grade to get drafted, and the probability of them latching on as a free agent is minimal, uh, it makes sense for them to come back. You know, we get this idea sometimes when a guy's a good college player that he's always going to have an opportunity to play in the NFL, that it's always going to happen. It doesn't always work that way. Um, you know, you got a lot of guys that are good college players. A year or two later, they're out in the real world. And these guys who've done it, and I'm not one of them, but these guys who've done it say in some cases, man, you just want to play as long as you can. You know, if it could last forever, that'd be even better. And um, I do think for a lot of these guys, they'll be back in Razorback uniforms next year. 
it seems pretty clear to me that Coach Pittman's got an idea, a real idea and a real vision about what he wants this team to look like next year. You know, we can all, as observers, we can talk until we're blue in the face about this position group and that position group, got to get better here, got to get better there. There's a lot of things that factor into remaking a roster. Certainly need is where you start. But there are so many things that come into a kid's decision on where he's going to play, particularly when you have that extra year, when you have basically a free year. It makes sense for a lot of these guys to go other places. If they're not playing, makes sense to go. If they're a marginal guy, well, you know, maybe you can be a marginal guy somewhere else and see a place you've never been before. And I do think for some of these kids, I'm not saying all of them, But I think for some of these kids, there's the sense that we all get sometimes that the grass is going to be greener somewhere else. Sometimes it is. You know, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. The good thing for these kids is, you know, they may make a decision to go to a different school, and they may not like it there, may not work out quite the way they wanted it to, but they're not going to play professionally anyway. So in the grand scheme of things, Eh, they've spent six months at a place that maybe they didn't like. Um, there's worse things that can happen. So I understand why a lot of these kids have the idea that, you know, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to see what it's like somewhere else. But I really think most of them, not just here, but most places, I think a lot of these kids realize that their best opportunity, whether it be to play, whether it be to collect NIL money, whether it be to begin to build a life where you have an opportunity to provide for your family. I think most of those kids realize, whether it's here or other places, that you know, where they are, where they are, is a pretty good place to be. I've always thought if you're playing ball and somebody's paying your way to college and giving you a little spending money too, you got a good deal. And uh, so you better make sure before you go that you're really moving on to something that's Sometimes even not necessarily better, sometimes just as good. And a lot of these kids go into this portal, and by 12 months down the road, the life they live is not quite as good as the one that they're living right now. All right, before we move on into the college championship games, I want to talk to those of you who are in the real estate market, those of you who are trying to sell, those of you who are trying to buy. And I want to recommend wholeheartedly Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. The reason I recommend them is because I partnered with them to sell a home and I partnered with them to buy a home. And both times they exceeded my expectations. You know, the market changes. It seems like right now, every day, it's, it's going to burst somewhere. It's, it's, it's through the roof somewhere else. And you need a trained real estate professional, someone that does it every day, someone that understands the nuances of the market, therefore can negotiate the best price and get you from contract to close. I think that's what you're going to find at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. They've got an office in Fayetteville. There's another one in Springdale. Got an office in Bentonville. There's a location in Fort Smith, and they've recently opened one in Branson, Missouri. You're going to see their yellow signs all over town. That's a good sign. It means they're doing business. And you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. Give me the hug, Chuck. All right, let's take a look at the college football championship games. And again, all of our odds are brought to you by the Bet Saracen app. It starts tonight. 
It starts tonight with a Pac-12 championship game. USC takes on Utah. USC's only loss came to Utah. Utah's one of the few programs out west. At least this has always been my impression. Utah's one of the few programs out there that'll really try to bludgeon you. You know, they play physical football. They try to beat you at the line of scrimmage. They're not going to out-finesse you necessarily. Um, Doesn't mean they can't. They've got a good quarterback. Utah's got a good quarterback. The Bet Saris and Apps got USC as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, nobody's pulling for chaos this weekend more than Ohio State and Alabama. Ohio State only needs one loss to get in. Alabama may need a couple of them to lose. I don't know if this is going to be one of those upset games, but I know a lot of those, uh, well, all those Alabama fans and all those Ohio State fans are going to be pulling for Utah tonight. Southern Cal's playing awfully well right now. Their quarterback's looking like a Heisman Trophy winner. Wouldn't surprise me to see USC avenge that loss to Utah and uh, cement their spot in the college football playoff. Now, the rest of them come tomorrow at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning on ABC. TCU takes on Kansas State. TCU's 12-0, K-State's 9-3. This is another instance where the 9-3 team plays a really physical brand of football. Kansas State, and the Big 12 lends itself to this, Kansas State some weeks has looked like a really, really solid football team. And then other weeks they've they've just looked so-so. TCU has done what they've had to do to win games. They've trailed in, it seems like, virtually every game they play. But they always find a way to rally. Kansas State's one of those teams that if they can get a lead on you, if TCU does what they've done a lot and they fall behind, Kansas State is one of those teams that can run to win. You know, they can run the football. They can line up and, you know, they can they can keep the ball for four or five minutes. And sometimes when you're playing a team like TCU, your best defense is a good offense, an offense that can run the ball and keep the other guys off the field. I think this is going to be a closer game than maybe some people think. Now, I know the odds. I know what the odds say. It's like a two-and-a-half-point game, but I've heard a lot of people just kind of think maybe TCU's got this thing won. I don't know about that. In fact, if I was going to pick one of these games where I think you might see an upset, that might be it. There is a championship game tomorrow that does not involve one of the Power Five conferences, but it might just be a good game. Nine and three UCF against ten and two Tulane, or Tulane, as they say down in Louisiana. Of course, this is Gus's game. Nine and three, head coach of UCF. Willie Fritz is the head coach of Tulsa. You know, Willie Fritz figured in the conversation uh, here when Arkansas was last looking for a head coach. He's a good coach. And it wouldn't be surprising if this is his last year at Tulane. But that might just be a really good football game. What I hope is that we have good games to watch. I hope there are close games. For example, I hope USC does not blow out Utah. I hope these games are going to be fun to watch. I think the uh, Central Florida Tulane game might be one of those games. I don't know about the Big Ten championship game in terms of drama tomorrow night. 7 o'clock tomorrow night. It's on Fox. Second-ranked Michigan, 12-0. Purdue, 8-4. Doesn't seem like it'd be much of a ball game. I have a hard time picking against Michigan right now. I think Michigan's going to play for the national championship. And I feel kind of bad for Clemson and North Carolina. They play the ACC championship game at 7 o'clock tomorrow night on ABC. 
In the college football playoff scenario, this is a meaningless game. Neither one of these teams is going to be there. But there's still an ACC championship on the line. And if we've seen a bunch of blowouts during the course of the day, and this is a close game, people might just uh, might just watch. But neither one of these teams is playoff worthy. Clemson was obviously overrated. North Carolina has been all over the map. They put together a good year. Nine and three is a good year. But uh, they've, they, they've never really been in any serious conversation in terms of what might happen in terms of the playoff. And again, all of our odds are brought to you by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. And if you're one of those who likes to put a little wager on your favorite team, you really got to be on the Bet Saracen app. There's a lot going on this weekend, obviously, with college football. There's basketball. The NFL's in its drive toward the playoffs. You got the NBA pretty much every night. So there's a lot to pay attention to. And I know Vegas odds are out there, but if you're going to legally play Vegas odds, you got to be in Vegas. And there are laws in our state that prevent a lot of these national betting apps from operating within our state. So if you really want the latest info, you got to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's very simple. Just download the Bet Saracen app. They've got a how to play video. You'll be set to go and uh, you'll be ready to have a great weekend. All right, let's move on to basketball. Arkansas and San Jose State tomorrow afternoon. The Razorbacks are 6-1. and one. The Spartans are 6-2 and two on the season. First time Arkansas has ever played San Jose State in basketball. Now, Muss has a history with these guys from his time in Nevada. I have great respect for Coach Miles, for sure. Really good coach. I've always admired the way that his teams execute. And then as a team, they have a star player, number 10 more, who is can make threes, can get to the basket, really good one-on-one player. They'll play him at both the two and the one. They have a lot of shooting. Coach Miles, does, you know, he does a really good job of controlling tempo, controlling the game from a pace standpoint. They will opportunistic run some of their players. They got, they got some guys in particular that are really good in transition, like Moore. Stands to reason we'll probably see a little bit more Nick Smith Jr. tomorrow and, and maybe a little bit more in each game as we move through the remainder of the month. I mean, you know, when you watch him out there, and I know we've not seen the, you know, the full arsenal yet, but you think about Nick Smith Jr., Ricky Council, Anthony Black, we've had some pretty good trios here over the years. I mean, we had the original triplets. Um, Then we had Todd Day and Lee Mayberry and Oliver Miller. Um, You know, players don't play together for as long as they once did because of the portal, the one and done, and... I mean, if you sign a top five class now, it stands to reason you're only going to have them together one year. So, you know, you don't necessarily, you know, build a lot of those things like we did with the triplets and then with, you know, Mayday and Big O. But I can't help but wonder if by the time we get to March, we're going to be speaking about these three guys in the same breath. Because, you know, I can remember, and I'm sure you can too, and Darren McFadden and Felix Jones and Peyton Ellis were here, and we'd all debate about who should get the ball the most. Um, you know, we may be in that situation at the end of this year with Smith and Council and Black. Those are good problems to have. It means you got three great ones, and I think Must does. Uh, this is going to be one of those seasons where, you know, just relax and enjoy the ride. I'm glad Devo's back. Uh, sounds like he's going to be ready to play tomorrow, and uh, whatever the situation was there, it's been resolved, and you know, our our fans love Devo, and um, 
you know, he really endeared himself to the Razorback fans when Arkansas made that first Elite Eight run. And um, it's good he's back with the team. They're going to need his leadership if they're going to be as good as they can be. Man, that's really a lot of stuff right there. And I know that uh, you're going to be watching things tomorrow too. There's a soccer match. And not just any soccer match. There's a big soccer match uh, tomorrow morning between the USA and the Netherlands in the World Cup. And, um, you know, I made this comment the other day. I watched the United States play Iran. I'm not exactly sure I was exactly sure of everything I was watching. I was raised in the generation where we didn't play soccer. Um, I don't know the rules. You know, when I watch a soccer match, I know a couple of things. You got to kick the ball in the net to score, and you can't go around tripping anybody. Uh, that's about my knowledge of soccer. But it starts at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. And um, I don't know how many people are going to skip college game day to watch the U.S. play the Netherlands, but I know there will be some. And I know that when we get together on Monday, Matt Jones is going to have a full take. Who in the world thought Matt Jones would be a soccer aficionado? But he knows that. He's not just, you know, one of these, uh, you know, armchair fans who, oh, I think it's cool to watch the World Cup. I mean, he knows the game. I mean, he uses terms that I, I didn't even know there were these terms. But um, he understands it all. And I'm not going to say we're going to spend the whole podcast getting a breakdown, but we'll at, least, uh, we'll at least touch on it. So there's a lot to do. Hope everybody has a great weekend. want to thank you for listening during the course of the week. I want to thank Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, for making all this possible. Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app for providing the most up-to-date odds, favorites, and all the stuff they do as we get ready for a sports weekend. Download the Hit That Line podcast network of programs. You can listen to this one. You can listen to all our podcasts. And when you subscribe, this podcast and all the others, too, will automatically download to your device. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll do this again on Monday. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.